Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app right now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. All right, what is going on? How you doing? Welcome to Talk About Blow Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Moran. You can find me on Twitter, at Pat Moran Tweets. Real quick, before I get into uh, today's episode, if you didn't notice, hopefully you did. There was no episodes last week, man. I was sick as hell. I was under the weather, non-COVID. I had the flu, but it, man, it beat the shit out of me. And uh, just wasn't feeling it. I I couldn't get the energy. My, my throat was sore. So I was unable to do a show last week, which kind of sucked. Really bad timing because the week prior to this, the Bills beat up on the Kansas City Chiefs. That would have been fun to talk about. Buffalo Sabres, 2-0. That would have been fun to talk about. Instead, we're here Tuesday morning while we're taping this late into Monday night. Gonna have some instant reaction, instant observations to this Buffalo Bills 34-31 loss at Tennessee here. On Monday night, I got my buddy Joe from Queens with me. What's up, dude? How you doing, man? How you doing, man? Uh, living the dream. You're living uh, the dream. Living the dream. Well, that might you might be living a dream, but if you're a Bills fan, that was kind of a... Yeah, that was mirror ending, wasn't it? Jesus Christ. And again, we are taping this literally minutes after the game. So I really don't have like a bunch of notes here kind of going. You can't steal anyone's stats or anything. Right off the top of of our head. We're going to talk defense primarily because it was the defense clearly that let the Buffalo Bills down tonight. They scored 31 points. They should have won. But there's two things that people are going to be talking about. It'll be on ESPN all night and all morning, and that's going to be, A, the hold on the Isaiah McKenzie 101-yard kickoff return by Andre Smith Jr., who's been inactive a lot of the year. And Look, I'm sure he's a good guy, but... I don't even know who he is, but okay. (laughs) He's a guy who you might not see wearing a a number nine on game day again for the rest of the season after that play because that cost the Bills a touchdown. Who knows if they would have won the game because Tennessee did have all their timeouts. And the way the Bills defense was playing and the way Tannehill and Henry were cooking, who knows? Tennessee money came down and scored anyway. But that was a big moment. And then, of course, the Bills get down to, what, the two and a quarter yard line, fourth and inches. They go for it. Josh Allen kind of veers to the left instead of going right up over the center. Get stopped. Shocking way for the Buffalo Bills to lose on Monday Night Football. Let's start here. I'm going to ask you this. Because this, everyone's got an opinion after the fact, but be honest to everybody listening. Always a, did honest. you like the call? Yeah, I know you are. You are. You're always honest. Yeah. A, did you like the call? Did you like the decision to go for it? And B, more specifically, did you like the call? Yes and yes. I, under, I understood why they went for it. At that point in the game, I, I, I think the Bills defense was completely on fumes. And while that whole drive was happening, I was looking at the clock going, get a touchdown, but leave no time left. 
And I was like, because I did not want the Titans to have the ball anymore. I did not want to risk going to overtime and then us basically we're going to rely on a coin flip to see who can score first. I was like, let's do this. You got the Titans on the, their heels right now. You, you made some big plays on this last drive. Go for it. The QB sneak, we have sat here forever on Bill's Twitter Talked about, I'm like, fourth and short, you got to go, when you're doing it, you got to do a QB sneak out of like three, four wide receivers, re- receiver sets, basically. And they, they, they that, that was the call, and the call just didn't, it just didn't, it didn't get executed properly because the offensive line, specifically Feliciano and Deion Dawkins, did not do a good job blocking. And then Josh Allen, whatever you want to say, maybe he slipped, maybe he like took a different angle he wasn't supposed to. It just didn't work out, and I saw this before we started recording that on any on when it's f- third or fourth and short, fourth and one, when they put the ball in Josh Allen's hands and he's doing a like a QB sneak, he's thirteen out of fourteen with getting a first down, basically. Like he's good in that that position when it's like they 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 do the sneak, like that's what he's done. In the last in that's what just happened. It was just it was I don't want to say like it was like a very um. I know we're like past all that, but it was a very because it's Buffalo way to kind of lose a game, like from like the drought years of like, h- how does that happen? You know what I mean? Like you have you call the right play. I think it was the right decision to go for it, and it just um, it didn't work, and that it was it was it was shocking. I mean, I was pissed. I was like, this sucks. You know, I thought they I thought they outplayed the Titans. You know, I thought that they kind of they they should have put the Titans away a, co- a couple different times in this game, which I'm sure we'll go over. But to, to answer your question, yes, I thought it was the right decision to go for. I was fine with the QB the sneak. Um, maybe they could have like took a timeout and chilled a little bit, and because like, I felt like they were kind of rushing it a little bit. Um, but it was um, it hurt. You know, it's a tough one. But look, the, it's four and they're four and two. They're going into the bye. Overall, it felt like a lot, a lot like the Cards Bills game from last year, where they were they were plays on the field. You felt like afterwards they should have beat them, but the Titans just made they made more plays, I think, and the Bills made more mistakes. Let me let me unpack a lot of what you just said here. I, I agree with some things. I, I don't agree with others. I agree with you hundred percent. I think that's a great point. This game did remind me of that Arizona Cardinals game last year, in that. I think it's a game the Buffalo Bills should have won. I do agree with you there. I don't agree with you that the Buffalo Bills outplayed Tennessee, and we'll kind of get into that a little bit more in a a few minutes here. I agree with you about everything with the call. It was the right call. I think it was the right decision to go for it for, for all the reasons you said. I think it was the right play call for all the reasons you said. I think the execution obviously didn't work, so it was the wrong thing. Josh Allen, instead of going like in between like that one or two gap between either Morse and Feliciano or, or, or Morse and Daryl Williams, he, he took like a, almost like a, uh, he feigned a step left. And I don't know why he did that. I don't know if it was some kind of habit that he just formed on this night because he did it earlier in the game in that fourth quarter. The Bills ended up scoring a touchdown anyway, but Cole Beasley had caught a pass. And I was surprised the Bills didn't challenge that. He was down at like the half yard line. And then on the next play, Josh Allen tried to score and he got stopped for a loss. Same deal, man. He went to the left side on a QB sneak right on the center. 
went to the left and, and got blown up. Next play they scored, uh, he, uh, he had Tommy Sweeney with a perfect pass. So I don't know why he did that. I do like the call. You have a good point too, whether they take a timeout or another thing I didn't like about the call is I don't like how he was in shotgun. They were never going to go shotgun. And then he kind of went up to the line and almost tried to kind of quick snap it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like yeah, that. If anything, what I think they should have done, they should have went for it on fourth, had Josh maybe do a hard count, try to draw them off sides. It was literally fourth and a half inch. Uh, and if he doesn't, then you call timeout with like a half a second left and, and then you run the play. But he kind of went from shotgun under center and then almost like a quick snap. That I didn't like. They didn't fool Tennessee at all. I would have thought maybe having several hard counts might have got them, you know, either jump or kind of like be scared that they were going to jump and then maybe you snap it. So I didn't like, I liked the decision to go for it. Obviously, I didn't like the execution, but I also didn't like the way that they snapped the ball either. That I think that made a difference, man. Yeah, and and to go, I saw this on Twitter. The reason for what happened was the reason why they didn't review the previous play when he went for the sidelines and he jumped. Mm-hmm. This was kind of weird, but McDermott said that they gave them the first down on the field, and then they someone from upstairs told them downstairs, like the refs, that he didn't make it. So technically they did review it, I guess, and that's when they said, like, which was weird because usually you say, hey, the play is being on the review, but instead they just bat-phoned it to the refs. But, right. you well, know, I don't know I don't know why he he, he picked that, that alley. But you know what? When you look at the play again, it's two offensive linemen against one defensive lineman right there. You And you saw what happened. Like, Dawkins whiffed, Feliciano got killed, and then, like, Josh just leaned and got killed right there. Like, they had one offensive lineman in the defensive lineman, I felt, in that gap, and everyone just missed their assignment. It was just the weirdest. Yeah. But, I, but I do agree. I do agree. I did not like that trying to do that quick snap thing. It it looked like like maybe like the offensive linemen weren't ready. But you're right. I, I mean, look, I, I usually laugh with the whole like trying to call them offsides bullshit. Usually it never works. But yeah, it should have been more of a setup like let's like chill. And then, like, because the business of the game right here, and it said that it felt like they were hurrying a little bit. You run that hard count for a while, like, save with 15 seconds. Maybe best case scenario, you get lucky and an idiot jumps. It does happen. Worst case, you don't wait till one second left and snap it. You do it a couple times, and maybe they're on their heels. Is he going to snap it? And then you snap it with like eight seconds left or something like that. I just felt, I, I don't know. I didn't like anything about it. And again, this is going to dominate conversation on on WGR and other podcasts and I'm sure ESPN this final play but to me without question the story of the night for me was I thought the Buffalo Bills defense which has been excellent this year the number one defense in the NFL and I still think they're a very good defense but on this particular night they absolutely were garbage against the Tennessee Titans they got a gift interception Tannehill airmailed a pass in the first quarter to Jordan Poyer Outside of that, dude, I thought this defense stunk. I thought they were on their heels the entire night. You knew Derrick Henry was going to break off a long run sooner or later. And, of course, that happened. A couple, you know, one or two really good blocks, a, a missed assignment by Gregory Rousseau, and, and Micah Hyde took a bad angle, and bam, there's 76 yards later, touchdown. But I'm not really even mad at that play. That's Derrick Henry. It's just the whole consistent, that front seven was just guessing, they were reacting. They weren't aggressive. 
There was barely any blitzing. And if they did blitz someone, they would drop their defensive guy in coverage. So they pretty much, or defensive end. So they pretty much were rushing for the entire game. I don't know. I, I just, I didn't like the game plan. Obviously, I didn't like the execution. I didn't like personnel management. I didn't think it was a very good idea. You know, Boogie Bash, I'm not playing. I, I really don't care about that. But I'm really surprised that AJ Vanessa was uh, a healthy and active. And I know you really don't care much about that. But there was no no pressure. Two weeks ago, then the Tennessee Titans lost to the Jets. Who gives a shit? I mean, bad teams beat good teams all the time. You and I talk about this. But a telling stat to me is the New York Jets got to, and they sacked Ryan Tannehill seven times. Ryan Tannehill's jersey barely got dirty tonight. Where 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 was this? Where's this elite defense tonight, man? I, I just I don't get it. They just there was nothing about this defense. That was aggressive. They were just sitting back, getting slapped in the face, and, and not fighting back. That's what it seemed to me. Yeah, it was um, just amazing to me. Like a week ago, like I, I was not really a believer of this Bills defense going into the Chiefs game, and I've been very critical of it. And if you weren't sick last week, I would have came on and told you, man, like all that shit I was talking about. Like they haven't had that elite defensive outing against a great quarterback. They do it against the Chiefs, and I was like, "I'm here to eat crow." And then, and then we we're we're here now, and it's like they give up 34 points. And there were moments in the game where you felt the defense was in control, like the first quarter they were in control, and part of the second half, I thought they were in control. Then the fourth quarter came, and they just got run over. And I think, I think the blueprint, if you want to beat the Bills, is defense. Is I I I do think if you're a balanced team. I, and you spread the bills out basically, and you take like their, you get their, you get their dime people on the field, and you get their cornerbacks on the field, and you run the football on them. I always say like running out of the spread or running out of three, four wide receiver sets that beats the bills, and I think that's what you saw tonight. Like that's what they did. The balance, you know, Tannehill wasn't great in this game. He stunk for most. Of the, he was good in the fourth quarter, but like he wasn't very good for, for a lot of different parts of this game. And like once they started getting play action involved, and like he he was he had his wide receivers were like fifteen yards on the field, like right on because the because the front seven was frozen. They were yeah, frozen. No, they, they didn't they didn't know what was going on. Get, they couldn't get pressure. And you're right, like Tannehill. You read everything going into this game was Tannehill got sacked like what twenty times in the first like four games or something like that. Five, I don't know. Like he got sacked a lot. And they right they didn't they didn't get much. They again they it, it was like they didn't. Get, the fourth quarter to me is where the defense really, really failed them. Like it really, it, I mean, the bills were in control or like, at least I thought they were in control. And then like the defense just couldn't get, they couldn't get a stop. And that was part of the reason, Pat, that I think they went for it because, you know, let's just say it's a, a it's 23 to 20 or whatever, 23, 20, you know, or whatever at that point. Yeah. Maybe they say, fuck it. Let's, we're going to kick the field goal. We, we got, we got, we believe in our defense. But like at that point, that the defense was dot was done. It, it was done in that fourth quarter. It was finished. And I, I think look, they you have to give them credit for what they did. They were the number one scoring defense coming into this game. Yes, they beat a bunch of shitty teams, but they played great against the Chiefs. Um it was it was just a bad, it's a bad, it's it's not a great it's not a great matchup, man. And I said this, like I, I go back to my initial thoughts. You, you have like a three if you run out of like a like 11 personnel you have a beast like Henry is back there who's a monster and he's fast 
that's it's it's a matchup problem for the Bills. You had uh, it's a matchup problem, and I think it was magnified because I think the game plan was terrible. And look, I'm a big Leslie Frazier guy. Okay, I think he's done a tremendous job. I think he could be an NFL head coach. I think he deserves another chance. I think he's earned that opportunity. I didn't like this game plan. They were just sitting on their heels all the, all game long. They barely blitzed, and when they did blitz, they were just bringing a, a linebacker or a corner, and they would drop a defensive end in the coverage. I, I remember F.A. Obata was near Brown one, on one play. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Matt Milano, who I am a big advocate of, I think he was the Bills' MVP through the first month of the season before the hamstring. I thought this was maybe, I don't know, he was healthy, but physically, but I don't know, maybe he wasn't there upstairs because this is as bad as I can remember him playing. Everyone on this front four, seven, and you talked about this before we started taping, so I'm going to give you credit for, for coming up with this thought because you were right. Tremaine Evans played excellent. Outside of Tremaine Edmonds, I could tell you that I think every single player on the Bills defense tonight, every single one of them stunk. And by the way, you're right about the fourth quarter where they were shot. But you look at the drives for Tennessee. And again, we're taping this late Monday night, minutes after the game. So this is instant observations and reaction. Tennessee started the game with a, a punt, a three-play punt, three-and-out punt. And then an interception, Tannehill, horrible pass, easy interception for Jordan Poyer which the Bills only converted into a field goal. But after that, dude, second quarter on, touchdown, a one-play touchdown, by the way, that 76-yard run by Henry. Then they had a seven-play drive for a field goal. Then they had a two-play touchdown coming off the Josh Allen turnover. Then that was the end of the half. And then in the third quarter, a 12-play drive for a touchdown, a nine-play drive for a field goal, an eight-play drive for a touchdown, and then one knee at the end of the game for and a regulation. Yeah. This defense was not good at all, period. They got. Look, I think that's a little bit of. I, I, look, they, they. I thought the first half they were fine. The second half, I'll give it to you. They were shit. But like. Well, they gave up 17 in the first half. That's that's not a, a great defense. Yeah, but it was, to give it up was, 17 in the first half. It was half. on. But, Pat, you have to look at the, the, the. It was on two big plays, okay? Like, look. If you want, look, the first half to me. Fair enough. The second one was a, was a Bills offensive turnover that led to an yeah. easy touchdown. And then look, okay. the first half, the, the, the Bills, where the offense may have been an issue was the red zone. They were in the red zone five times. They got two touchdowns. Not good enough. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you got you to gotta be better in the red zone. And they, they weren't good in the red zone tonight. And that's been a, kind of an issue for them all year. And, now, and I'm saying that in the context of like, I thought they they had the Titans a little bit on the ropes in that first quarter and a half, where the Titans' offense was like kind of like didn't know what they were doing, and they they the Bills were just getting field goals, and then it kind of was like then they kind of got their footing a little bit better after like by the by the end of the first half the offense, but it was just again it, it felt a lot about it felt a lot like the Cardinals Titans game from the, the Cardinals Bills game from last year where there were some big plays that were left in the field. And you just kind of felt like, okay, they got it here, and they and they they kind of, you know, you're you're supposed to get that first down, man. You, I, 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 you are. I mostly agree with you about last year. Last year, I left that Chargers game obviously because of a hail mary, and that's how they lost. But I felt like the Bills deserve. I don't feel like the Bills deserve to beat Tennessee tonight. I really don't. I don't know how you could say the Bills deserve to win that game. They didn't make a play on defense, so you don't deserve to win. Well, yeah, well, it was a it was a bad break at the end, bad execution of a play, but. The Bills shot themselves in the foot. Red zone was not good, like you said. Andre Smith Jr., who who barely even plays and might not even suit up again for the rest of the year after that, he he caused them a touchdown. Bad execution. Defense didn't get a sack. 
didn't make a stop in the second half. It was just, I don't think the Bills deserve to win this game at all. I, 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 yeah, I mean, they, I guess they don't deserve it. I mean, they lost. I just they should have won. I agree with you about they should have won. won. They should have won. That's what I see. Like they they should have won. They they shot themselves in the foot. They made mistakes. They should have won. Yeah. So when I say that, like deserve, like oh, they like they 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 made more. They they were the better team. They just shot themselves in the foot. Like they're the, they are the better team. I guess is what I'm I'm getting at. Um, but I I think if anything, man, like you know, we always go into these games. Um you know, riding the rate, the wave of, of like Bill's fandom, Bill's Twitter or whatever, like listening to what people say. And I think there really wasn't going into this game. I don't think there was a lot of respect for the Titans from like, I think people, I think we were all like even pockets of the media were just and the Bills fans, whatever. They were very much on this, like we're going to kick at their asses because we beat the, t- beat the chiefs. I want to talk about that right after this break. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, right before the break, Joe from Queens brought up a point that I kind of want to spend a couple of minutes talking about, and that was a little bit of overconfidence from the, well, first of all, who gives a shit if the media and the fans have overconfidence? That doesn't mean anything. It only matters if the players come out overconfident. Well, I, I think it's it are... us. Like, I think people were like literally like going into this game. I don't think, 
I, I mean, I pick. Look, I picked the Bills. I I think a lot of people on online thought it was going to be a blowout. I really did. I, I felt I was concerned. I picked. You know what the score I picked on Twitter from earlier today? I picked the Bills thirty four, Titans thirty one. I got it wrong. I got the exact score, but I got the wrong teams. That's what I picked, and like I thought it was going to be a close game because like the Titans always play the Bills well for whatever reason. It's like, a bad matchup for Buffalo. Yeah, I think it's because of well, Derek. I think they. I'm I'm trying to find the right way to say this because it's he, a he might be the best. He yeah. might be the best running back in the NFL. Yes, they are a very balanced team, but I feel like the Bills respected the Tennessee offense too much. Whereas when they're playing lesser teams, it feels like Leslie Frazier takes more chances. Like I don't know for whatever reason they just they bring more guys up. They blitz. I would have liked to have seen him say, you know what. Yeah, if Levi Wallace gets beat all day by Leal Jones or A.J. Brown, so be it. But let's bring seven, eight, nine guys up. Let's start blitzing. Where was Detron Johnson blitz today? That guy's in the backfield. He's been in the backfield all season. Uh, Trey White, where, where were the where where were these blitzes? They were dialing up. They did just they weren't doing it. it they was, had they, I think, too I much think respect had, for them. I think they had a lot of faith in their front four because when they beat the Chiefs last week, what they do it wasn't about blitzing. It was about their their front four getting after Mahomes. Well, that's because Pat Mahomes can just absolutely slice and dice and kill you, man. Yeah, no, I but I'm, think, I want Ryan Tannehill to have to do that to me. That's kind of my I know, point. but I'm I'm telling you, they they had the same formula as last week where it was like, hey, we're just going to have our front four beat your quarterback up, and that's what they did against the Chiefs, and that didn't work tonight, and that like like we said, but I think. I think it's more about the balance. I think if you, I've said before, you spread the Bills' defense out and you run on them. I think you can make you can make them look bad, and I think that's what you had a little bit of tonight with the defense. But when, when you when you have all the takeaways from this game, I'm not concerned about most of them. I think you know nine and a half out of ten times Josh Allen's going to pick up that first down. Nine and a half out of ten times, if the Bills score 31 points, they're going to win the football game. Nine and a half out of 10 times with Josh Allen's thrown for 353 yards and three touchdowns and they only turn the ball over once, they're, they're going to win the football game. I'm concerned, <coughs> just one game, but I'm very concerned at how inept the pass rush was tonight. The only time they got any pressure on Tannehill is when he pretty much would roll out right into it. When he was in the pocket, he was clean all night. He was clean all night. Again, I don't like A.J. Vanessa not playing, but forget about him for a minute. Because there were guys out there, Hughes, Addison, Effie Obata, Gregory Rizzo didn't get it done tonight. Ed Oliver, Harrison Phillips, Justin Zimmer, Starlo Tutele did not get it done tonight. There was no pressure from the defensive line whatsoever. My voice is getting hoarse. I can tell I'm still not completely over uh, getting sick. Uh, so it's made it on me a little bit. But my concern, my biggest takeaway from this game specifically is this reminded me of the Bills defense last year. Does that make sense to you that where the pass rush was was not a factor in the game, and I don't like that. Sure, but you you can't you're viewing it without like the first five games of the season though, and that's I, I'm not like yeah, did it look well, bad? Like, this sure. is instant reaction though, but okay. yeah, you're right. Okay, it's instant reaction, but I think we have to not look if they who do they play? They got Miami next. Okay, like the, the Bills are, the Bills can still win 14 games this year. You know They're what I mean? Are they going to? They probably will. You know, it just, it was, they didn't play their best game. I thought there were a couple of good things. Like, look, I thought Josh Allen, I thought that, that weird QB sneak. I thought he had a very good game. I mean, he almost had 400 yards in offense. 
He had good. He he spread the the ball around. To, what would you grade him right now? Before and you're not a film guy. You make fun of film guys, so you're not going to wait. I'm not going to ask you Wednesday or Thursday. You, you this is 20 minutes after the game or whatever it may be when we started taping this. Like, what's your grade on him for tonight? Yeah, um, I thought he was a B plus. I mean, look, you you complete 74 percent of your passes, 353 yards, three touchdowns. You got a quarterback rating of 107.8. I mean. He's a B plus tonight. I thought. I thought he'd be. Okay. Well, you, I don't you're, know you're in a good. Joe's in a good mood tonight. Well, what the hell? Somebody did you must be. Somebody must be. Get, somebody must be engaged right now to get married because uh, I don't think he was a B plus tonight. I think he was a maybe a B minus, okay, maybe well, a B minus, maybe even a C plus. Believe it or not. I think. I think. I think you're cranky and you're just trying to start. Not cranky. No, I'm. I'm not trying to load he you had, They had thirty. He had three hundred fifty-three yards. He did. He, he also and he played very well. Throws. That touchdown throw to Sweeney was gorgeous. Okay, but listen and and His so we're clear. Drive. Let me be clear. Let me be clear here. I want to be clear, Joe. Be Josh Allen is not in the top ten reasons why the Bills lost this game. The top ten reasons why the Bills lost this game are for ten defenders whose names are not Tremaine Edmonds, okay? So let's be clear on that. That said, though, again, he had great moments, great stats. That touchdown to Sweeney was gorgeous. Lots of great throws. But he, twice, the quarterback sneak, which the first one didn't matter. The second one did matter. He had an ugly turnover. Um, and I thought he displayed some bad arm arrogance at points of the second half, especially oh, in that fourth quarter, by not taking this? jet down guys. He forced the ball deep. Aaron Quinn's Should not have been intercepted. podcast anymore because of this, just so you know. I'm just telling, well, dude, I'm just being real with you, man. Josh Allen was good tonight. I thought he was He's really not the reason why they lost, I don't, I don't think he played I don't know great. Why he I, I, thought he, I thought he was a B plus. I thought he was great at times. And like, yeah, look, if you want me to be nitpicky, the drive before the game, the, the, the last drive or whatever, the second to last drive when they were up by four and they could have put the freaking game away. That's when Allen didn't look good. That was a bad drive by him. But that's, I think we're just being, look, he was B plus tonight. B plus player, baby. I thought, I, he don't, was, I don't know, man. I, I think you're the numbers say he was of, good, dude. He missed 12 he, throws. The numbers say he was, and he was good. I just B plus to me. When you say B plus, that means he was almost elite. He wasn't almost elite to me tonight. He was good. He was maybe even more than good. You want 400 yards a game? Is that is that is that an A for you? Come on, bro. Get out of I here. I just think I think there were a couple opportunities to, to put the game away where he Yeah, uh, sure. And that's why he didn't get an A, because he got a B plus. If he puts the game away tonight, if he gets if he gets a fucking quarterback sneak and then they fucking bust it in on like the stupid read option, he's an A plus player tonight if they get that last those three yards. Come on, man. He was right. fine. He was fine. Look, look, at the end, of, look, it's 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 one game where I, I don't know what the overall, like, what are we worried about going forward? Like, look, the Titans are a tough team, and I think they're a better team than we gave them credit for. At least I gave them credit for. I mean, I was kind of a little bit scared about them. That's why I picked them. I picked the Bills by four, and <laughs> it was the other way around. But right now, for where the Bills are and where the AFC is right now. I think the AFC is very wide open right now. You know, there's a lot of like, there's like. It's, you better include Tennessee in that mix too. Yeah, you have to. You have to include. I mean, because look, teams, teams lose. Good team. Look, I, we watched the Patriots dance all over the AFC for the last fucking, you know, during Tom Brady's years. And guess what? Almost every year or so, they would have a game where. They would look like shit, and you know, it was on the Cincinnati and all that sort of nonsense. And they would be games where they lo- they would lose to Miami when Miami was bad. Like sometimes this happens, like with good teams when you when you have a 
a bad game or whatever. And I know it's not, not really tonight because, like, look, the Titans are a really good team. I think that the Titans are going to make the playoffs. I, you know, they're gonna, they're there. There's a good chance the Bills could play them. You know what I mean? Because I think I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. This is not a good matchup for the Buffalo Bills for know. whatever you reason. Know, man. I say that. I say that. You're right. I say that, but like, I think if you watch the the game again. And I'm I'm not gonna do that because fuck that. But like if you watched it, there were moments where they they were outplaying them soundly. The fourth quarter, I'm telling you, Patrick, that's when they fucking blew it. That's when it went down. It's when they it's when the Titans got hot. The Bills kind of went crazy. They they just got a little bit crappy, especially because it was a close game. So yeah, I mean you're you're not wrong. But to me, the defense just did not play good at all. Sure, the no. defense maybe hey. the first maybe the first quarter they. They shut down, they shut out Tennessee in the first quarter, and they got an, a gift interception. But those last three quarters, the Bills' defense was garbage, man. They were hot garbage from the first play after the Bills went up 6 nothing. a Tyler Bass chip shot field goal after they couldn't punch it in. Yeah. Henry went 76 yards. The defense never recovered from that. I don't well, think they, they barely made any plays. Hey, I mean. It, just they, one game, though. I, I agree with you with one that. Game. It's just, it's one, just game. one game. It's just one game. I like, do agree. And here's the thing, Pat. Well, we're, we're about to go into unique territory where the next big game for the Bills, where I think, you know, where it's going to be like they're going to be favored going forward until the Tampa Bay game. Basically, that's 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 a week or so before my wedding. OK, that's a, that's in two. That's in December, basically, where it's going to be all about like fashion points a little bit. Like, how are you beating these bad teams? Are you pounding them into the fucking ground? Or are you barely beating them? Are these going right. to be like Pittsburgh games where are you going to like barely beat the Dolphins and we're going to be sitting here going, what's going on? Like, but it, that's where you don't know like where they're trying. But look, I think if you started the season off, like if you asked me before the season started, where would the Bills be right now? I would say you'd be four and two. I would have had them losing against the Chiefs. I would have had them losing against the Titans. Instead, so, you know, they, they, they flipped the script, they beat the Chiefs, and then they lost to the Steelers or whatever. This is exactly where I think all of us wanted to be at right now. Well, you know, it's, yes, it's, 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 it, go it's, ahead. Not, it's, not, it's just one game and, and you're right. And you got to keep that mindset a month from now. It might not seem like that big of a deal, but at the same token, I remember we did a podcast after the opening week loss to the Steelers and we said, well, let's not underreact either. I kind of feel the same way today. I'm not going to overreact. This team's fine. This defense will be fine. John McDermott's a great coach. Leslie Frazier's a great coach. They are going to watch this game and they're going to figure some shit out and, and they'll be better for it in the long term. So it's just one game. I'm not panicked. I'm not worried, especially in the AFC East. I mean, the Bills are going to have to be really, really bad to not win their division. But at the same token, the loss isn't nothing because at the end of the day, and I know you're not as big on having home field in the playoffs as I am, but this is another, if you're in the race for the best record in the conference, this is a pretty significant loss. This is also, the Bills are four and two with two losses to two teams in the conference. So it's not nothing. And the AFC is wide open. The one thing that's going to annoy me, and it's got nothing to really do with this game, but it's just personally, it's going to fucking annoy me for the next 48 hours. Everybody, oh, ESPN, no. Fox, whatever, every the Chargers, or not the Chargers, the Ravens are the best team in the AFC now. That's all we're going to hear about for the next 48 hours. The Ravens are the team to beat in the AFC. No, we will hear that. We will. And you know, the Bills were, the Bills were one foot away from being in that conversation. The Bills were the best team in the AFC before tonight. Yeah. 
Now it's going to be everyone's going to say the Ravens. Well, that's how Which, it is. I mean, that's why you have well, to have like, you, you know, that's that's the crazy thing about the NFL. Like every week game is instant reaction of like this team falls apart. Like now Cleveland sucks and everyone hates Cleveland now. You know, this game didn't change one thing for me. Big picture about the Buffalo Bills and their chances. I don't like them to go to the Super Bowl any more or any less after tonight than I did before this game. But I will say this, man. There are no less than six teams in the AFC. Like, the Bills have a very good chance of going to the Super Bowl, but so do five other teams in the AFC because the Bills are very capable of going to the Super Bowl. Baltimore's very capable. If if you're counting out the Kansas City Chiefs right now, you're crazy. Crazy. They'll figure some shit out. They'll at least, all they got to do is play adequate defense somehow, some way, and they'll be right there. The Chargers played like shit this week, but they're not out of it. Tennessee, we Tennessee could, could compete, man. I mean, this was a team that went to the AFC Championship two years ago, and the Browns are three and three. But there's a lot of talent on that roster. It's a deep conference, man. I'm just gonna say this, man. I'm very interested to see what the Bills do at the deadline. You know what I mean? Like, and see, go I, get I, a guard. See what they're gonna do. If they, I mean, I would love them get to go out there and do something. That's get a guard. Yeah, that. Fine, get a guard. But like, get a guard. That is, that's my biggest, like, because I'm already, and this is probably stupid on my part. I'm counting the next month or so, like, they're going to win. New Orleans scares me a little bit. Like, we'll see what happens with the Saints. It's, that's going to be a very tough game. But like, you should win the next, like, three games. Like, you should beat, the, you should beat the Dolphins. You should beat the Jets. I think they got the Jags in there somewhere. I don't fucking know, but the, you got probably got a schedule in front of you. But like, that's what I'm looking for to see. If they're going to, and I would like them to make a deal. Like, I would like them to say, you know what? Fuck it. And I'm not saying, look, I say that in fantasy terms. Like, I, I'm going to watch what happens. It will definitely be one of those things where if I see a team get someone, I'm going to be like, oh, what the fuck? Why weren't you in on it? If, if it was something that could help the Bills out. You just said it. Like, yeah, get a guard. Yes, I am not. I am. I know everyone loves the the 79 the, the fucking i forgot his name spencer brown everyone likes him i'm not sold on him yet he's got i like him he's fine but come on let's not let's not put him in every west her commercial like harrison phillips yet oh, but like you, you, you know but like they, they need a guard they need some interior help and um i wouldn't not mind sure if, they're gonna do anything though i i, I don't you know I, I i agree look i'm not I, I i hope they do i'm not gonna like pound my chest out of anger every day if they don't but it would be if I were them and I'm like, hey, guys, let's look around right now. Look, let's let's fucking go for this and like figure out what and like, hey, get a guard I, or a pass rusher. I wouldn't mind them doing getting someone over there, another cornerback. I I don't know what's out there. So it's, it's this is like me being fantasy, you know, but like every year I feel like there's a team or two that, that they do something at the deadline where it's like, oh, look what they did. Like they changed the fabric of their team a little. Yeah, and it, I mean, look, they're going they're going into the bye week, so if they're going to make a move, this would probably be a good week to do it. Guard could be in play, or, or also um, maybe corner. Who knows? By the way, Dawson Knox hurt his hand. He left the game. He wasn't there in the fourth quarter after that two point conversion pass. He threw it. You could tell his 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 hand something was wrong with his hand. Him, yeah, yeah, I'm not quite sure, but who knows if if that's a significant injury turns out to be, then maybe tight end uh, could be something. But anyway, so yeah, the Bills go to a bye, and then they got Miami at home. At Jacksonville, at the Jets, Indy at home, and Indy might be toast by the time they play Indy. And and these my bachelor party weekend, by the way. And then, and then that that's before Thanksgiving when they're at the New Orleans Saints. So yeah, man, 
there's no panic button being pushed, not even by me or you right now. And I don't think fans. I mean, look, that doesn't take away from the fact, though, that this is a very annoying loss. And again, I don't think they deserve to win the game, but I do think they should have won the game. Yeah, they should have won the game. I mean, it was it was different from the Steelers one where the Steelers was kind of maybe they they should have won that, too, actually, now I think about it. But like it was just um. I don't know. It, it, it was a, it was a hard. It was kind of hard. Look, I was pissed off, and then I had to like, you know, went to went to have a drink of water, went to the bathroom, and came back out. I'm like, oh shit, I got to record this. Right. I, I mean, look, it, you talk. I talked it out with you, like our therapy session, basically. But like, you know, fans don't don't jump off the cliff. I don't think. I think if you're smart, you're not going to jump off the cliff. It's just a disappointing way for you know you heard all weekend like and oh. going into a bye it sucks when you got to stew like if this would have been a short week you know you get over it kind of quicker but yeah. you kind of got to stew over it for a bit before we get out of here you know what quickly too i wanted to ask you about so this weekend i don't know how many friends of yours you have in nashville but i got a shitload of them between mm-hmm. facebook and twitter i seen video after video and photo after photo the bills fans do travel well but sometimes it's like yeah, I get it, man. You know, you, it, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not taken away from any fans' enthusiasm. It is really cool to to follow a team that's good and it's fun and it's fun to go to, on the road. And of course, Nashville is a destination place. So, of course, when you're planning your schedule for the year, that's a trip that you definitely want to go on. Props to Bills fans for taking over Nashville. That that was cool. And I'm so I'm not being a hater, but. Like enough is enough. Like every fan base thinks they got the best fans. The Bills fans probably do have the best fans, but sometimes it's just like it could be a little bit uh insufferable. And then you got local media folk, you know, kind of egging it out a little bit as well, which that's just the way the sports media world works in today's day and age, at least certain media. outlets. Yeah. It's which I, some people have a problem with, some people don't have a problem with it, think it's cool, but uh, yeah. I don't it know. Was, man. It was it was cringeworthy. I mean, I I was I I had a couple tweets tonight, and and they, I think a lot of people maybe agreed. And I had a lot of private messages making fun of the whole ordeal, like it being like the front page of the news. People like like I don't know media guys like egging on fan. It was just it, I I get it, kind of I guess I don't know. But like my whole thing is this: they went to Nashville two years ago, and if you go on your timeline. And you go from when the, when the Bills beat yeah. when the Bills beat the Titans two years ago. It was the same shit. Like I did a show on it two years yeah. ago. I, I actually did a podcast. I had a couple Bills fans on because to me at that time this was back in 2019. And of course this was the Bills coming off you know for the most part 20 years of suckage. Yeah. Uh, they took over Nashville, and I actually did a show that week. I remember it pretty well. I had like two or three Bills fans on. Um, I had. Shelby Waddle, who was who was not late, Ladrian Waddle's wife. I don't know why I never tweeted her in my life, but okay, yeah, I like her. But anyway, I had her on, and she was talking about some of the events that were going on, and how fans were taking it over. It's cool, but it's like, all right, man, we get it. I get it, and I don't. You know, the media thing is again. I I understand both sides of the fence. It's just no, with it's just look sometimes whatever like with the media thing fine like I, I think it's corny i don't think you need to go and tweet every goddamn video there and you're on stage and like it looks cringeworthy it looks door it looks if if, I, if I, I like, act like you've been there before which you have been you have covered these events before and like every there are teams like the packers the steelers giants and jets fans all you talk to anyone who lives in nashville 
they will tell you, oh, yeah, you for the bigger markets or the bigger they, they come and invade that place. And that's what they did. But like that, that registers. And I, I don't I don't blame the media as much. I mean, I do blame them, but I also I, I put more of it on fans who just love that content, which I don't get. But I don't if know. If you're a skeptic, I understand if you're a skeptic, you just explain why. On the other hand, you could also say it simply just means more. Football means more in Buffalo than it does in other cities. I just spent five years living in Tampa. They just won a Super Bowl. Ain't nobody give a shit about Tampa until, well, until Tom Brady got there and then, you know, the game kind of changed. But before that, dude, I could be at a Tampa Bay Buccaneers backers bar, you know, a bar on game day, and you might hear a couple, yay, you know, because they'd make a, a big play and that would be it. So it goes both ways. It truly does. I understand both sides of the fence. And I'm not just trying to, you know, play both sides of the fence. Yeah, here, you are. You're playing you know, both. No, it's, I'm not. It's, no, I'm not. It's a I, I, I'll say this. I'll say this, Joe. I'll put myself out there. If it's me and I'm covering a team and I'm covering a team for somebody, I'm not on stage yeah. yelling, sh- doing the shout song. I, I'm, I'm not afraid to say that. Right. But I, mean, I, also, I also understand. I have told you this too. And I would be the same way, and not with that, but I also understand that whether you like it or whether you don't like it, when it comes to being in the sports media world today, likes matter, follows matter. They do. They matter because there's so many more options now. So if you're just going to be uh you're going to be obtuse, if you're if you're going to be aloof and you're and you're not going to engage with fans and you're not going to be around for stuff like that, people are going to go follow other people and they're going to go read their shit. That's just the way it works in today's like ability like you always say. It like matters. That. I'll, I'll it just does matter. This. That said, I don't like that it's not me. You don't see Jay Skursky doing that. You ain't going to see Joe Biscaglia or Matt Fairbird if he was still covering the Bills. I'm just going to say this. Yeah. If you're going down there to cover the team, for, mm-hmm. and there were people there on Saturday from the media. I'm, I, I'm a boss. I'm like, okay, you're down there. Enjoy expensing alcohol, but go do your job. Go find some sources. I'm sure Brandon Bean may have been in a hotel bar somewhere hanging out. Like, go make connections with those guys. Like, this is where you make connections with sources. You make them on the road because it's a lot less crazy. Because like you, you, you know, you obviously for a home game you can't say shit. You can't. You don't know where the fuck to play. They're all there. You can go find them, make a relationship. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't. It's a fair point, but I also think it's a fair point that the uh, Bills fans taking over the, the town is a story. It's a story well, that people want to read. It, it, people, it people, people are consuming the videos. Yeah, you put an, an episode of Shout when they do when he when he did a show this weekend. I think in Nashville, Matt did. Matt was in Nashville. Ryan was in Buffalo or Olean, wherever the hell Ryan lives. I think it's Olean. There was like five, six thousand views on that. That's a lot, man. So people are consuming it. They want to see it. So I do well, understand yeah, both sides. And, I truly hey, do. Hey, that, but those people, like, I get it. I mean, you're right. That's a double-edged sword. I mean, I, I think that's more about if you're a weirdo fan who finds that amusing. <laughs> There's a lot of weirdo fans that do I, find I, it amusing, I, I guess, said, man. It's, it's been done a hundred times. It's been done. Like, they did it two years ago. I mean, dude, wait till the Saints game. That Saints Thursday night game in New Orleans, dude, the night Thanksgiving before night. Thanksgiving night, it is going to be – There's. Sal Capacho is going to have 200 beads around his around his neck <laughs> by like Wednesday night, be singing the shout song or telling people let's go Buffalo from a stage. You know that's going to be that's going to be a fucking hallmark moment there. Well, man. all right, I I will draw the line there, and, and to be fair, they 
they were kind of like like Matt was on the stage with his phone videoing the fans. It's, it wasn't like he look, was whatever. You know, I mean, it wasn't like he had his fist pumping to the shout song and it, stuff it, like it's that. Just, it's just no. Look, it's not the end. Of, it's not the worst thing I've seen. It's just cringy. Like that's you know, understand. I understand that point cringy. of view. It's, it's just, it was it was a little cringy. That's all. I, all right. I, I understand that. Point. I would say I, to someone like, "Hey, I, bud, you want to get those videos and you want to get those likes of people like." Like, you know, you want to get like, oh, they're like crazy. Great. Don't be in the videos. You don't have to be here. And maybe that wasn't the plan. Maybe someone shot it and they weren't. But like, but hey, some people love that shit. Cool. Like some people are like celebrities, like celebrity journalists. We'll just call them whether they want to get the likes and the Instagram and mazel tov to them. But uh, all right, we'll we'll we'll, we'll yeah. leave it there for today. And, and quite literally, I could feel it as I'm talking. I'm like, send your hate tweets to Pat. I'm losing my voice right now. Probably, and you know, for watching the second half of the game, at least by myself in front of my TV, I did a lot of yelling. So that might have contributed besides just getting over uh, being sick. But Perfect. yeah, man, it, shitty game. It's a shitty game. It was, it was a shitty way to lose. Uh, they should have won. They didn't deserve to win, but they should have won. Going to Dubai, they're 4-2. They're still in good shape. And they got a couple of uh, easy games coming up. Anyway, make sure you follow Joe on Twitter, at Buffalo Wins. Thanks for staying up late with me. By the way, it's one o'clock in the morning, so people are going to be here to sit hopefully in a couple hours. You better be cool if you're following me on Twitter. I don't want some dorks following me, okay? Follow Pat if you're a dork. Don't follow me if you're not cool. <laughs>